Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by GIS Media. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. Also, leave us a voicemail at 562-317-0087. Now maybe people hear it. Yeah, there you go. Now we got it in the front of the show. It's in the beginning. You know, it just, maybe it'll work this time Get in there before they turn it off. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they just leave voicemails if the Kings actually played better. But either way, Uh, the Kings are somehow in third place in the Lose for Hughes race. Uh, with a 25-36-8 and eight record after the Blues made us Mad Men. Then Adrian got out Kempe in Arizona. And finally, we roasted some duck. Ah, uh, it tastes great. Ah, uh, so good. Love that duck. Uh, so we got all that, plus a uh, couple bright spots. He said he loves the duck. <laughs> wow. James. I'm Dennis Wilson. That's James Whitlock. Is it October yet? Almost. Jordan Heckman. Grunstrom. <laughs> and with us is special guest, host of All the King's Men, Jesse Cohen. What's going on, guys? Hey! Welcome back, Jesse. Thanks. Hockey Encyclopedia. Cheers, buddy. I don't know about that. That's the closest thing we got. Yeah. We, we haven't even started, and I'm already like to uh, make a correction, if I could. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're not calling it Lose for Hughes anymore, because you're not guaranteed Jack Hughes, even if you finish last. It's the slaughtery for the lottery. Slaughtery for the lottery. <laughs> lottery. I, I thought I you like were. It. I thought you were going to go crapo for capo, but nope. Can't, that, not guaranteed. That's you're not true. guaranteed anything other than you want the best possible odds at the lottery. It's all we can hope for. That, at this that point. works for me. Slaughtery for the lottery. Spread it around. Slaughtery. <laughs> Credit to Dave Joseph for coming. See, over it's that. the only that's reason you agreed to come here, so you can help spread <laughs> that. Thanks for coming in, Jesse. Yeah, Did we do that last year too? We had we had something we were trying to spread. Another hashtag? We did, no, the end of the season. Probably. They make a shampoo for that, James. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, we got shut out. That was cool. Do we do shut out shotguns for I was now? at that we game. Don't? Yeah, that well, sucked. That's probably yeah. your fault. I know. They haven't won a game I've been to. The only redeeming value of that game was the Patrick Maroon versus uh, Leipzig almost fight. <laughs> that's it. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Moving Mo- on. Moving on. Hey, Quick made a great save. He made two great saves. That's true. You're right. Yeah. He Touché. still showed that he's quick. No, doesn't play. Figuratively and by name? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's okay, Nominally. Whatever. There you go. That's James is upset he's still on the team, apparently. So I'm not upset. Just wait till the draft. <laughs> Anyways, on to Arizona. Welcome to the NHL, Carl Grunstrom. Mm-hmm. Possibly the most yeah. valuable asset return from the Muslim trade? 
maybe, so far. Maybe, maybe. Comes in as advertised and scores in his first career game. That's always great to see. Yeah, definitely. More on that. Love when that happens. Uh, <laughs> it was all Team Sweden for the Kings as Kempe was the only other play to, uh, player to score. And uh, Doughty also collected two assists. Yeah. After being on the ice for all four against in the St. Louis game. <laughs> There you it's go. It's true. Ooh, yeah. That hurts. Yeah, yeah that, that hurts. It wasn't fun to learn that one. No, no, no. That, 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 that definitely hurts. Mm. You well had the same it. face that Dowdy made when you found out that Quick never had a, had a win in the season? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the same, same exact one. face. Do you remember that? The, the confusion, then the, the, oh my God, the surprise right. to learn that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. On to the Ducks, which this was a fun one. Um, the Swedes connect on the Kings' third goal of the game uh, for Grunstrud's second goal in his second Noticing game. Noticing a, a theme here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that in general notables. Uh, Hayward call, called Adrian Kempe Mario far too many times to be remotely acceptable. It was pretty bad. Uh, the mayor was having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. He, he just kept posting gifts of uh, Super Mario like throughout the entire game. It, it was pretty great. But give Hayward credit. Someone told him by the end of the game when they actually interviewed him, and he got it right. <laughs> he didn't he remember his comb, though. Does he ever? He's got the worst hair. Oh, yeah. That's just, I mean, I'm bald, but... He's got the worst hair. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Better to be real? bald than to have bad hair. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To shave. I mean, he because he could shave it. Yep. Right? Yeah. Uh, the Kings came out strong against the Ducks, scoring all three of their goals in the first period. However, they played a lot of the second half of the game on their heels while the Ducks applied pressure in an effort to make a comeback um, once the Ducks finally got more than four shots on goal. <laughs> yeah, we still won. Oh, and Clifford might officially have earned uh, the title sniper. That was a really nice goal. Mm. It's a nice goal, but I don't think he deserves a title. He's got eight goals. <laughs> Woo. Career high, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think his career, he had two seasons with seven and two seasons with six. Well, good for him. That's career high, as far as I'm concerned. And he was out for a little bit this year, wasn't he? Literally a career high. Yeah. <laughs> that is the definition of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the most I goals mean, if in we're the going season. by definition, then I guess it's a career high. <laughs> from From... Jordan's Jordan Heckman School of Hockey, I think. <laughs> I mean, we have place. to clarify that because last season when I said Dustin Brown had a career year, there was pushback and people were like, he had way better years. And I was like, I, I'm not, this isn't a beauty pageant. Right. I'm just saying, like, he had more points. <laughs> These are numbers. Generally speaking, <laughs> yeah. that's what career year means. This so. number's higher than <laughs> yeah, that one. Exactly. So, what about 2012? I was like, I. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Personally, yeah. Yeah. personally, I'm sure the you know the year he got married and had his first kid were super, right. super great years for him too. For him, yeah. but I, I'm just looking at the numbers. So what you get for being a stat geek? Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> Nobody cares about stats, mm. especially us. Yeah, and Ben. Ben doesn't yeah, care about that's stats. That's true. Um, how do we feel about that game? The I mean, Ducks game? Yeah, yeah, Bummer. we won. Did you just say bummer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we won? Yeah. Okay. We lost the battle for Hughes. But like, I mean. No. It's lottery for the lottery. <laughs> well, no, it's just because Zach called it the battle for Hughes. Yeah. That's so what I thought was a clever name. Now, the Ducks are, they're not going to, they're too dumb to tank properly. Yeah. <laughs> just like true. the Senators who are going to give away their first round pick this year. Yeah, actually, we we talked about that before. I heard something. It was just on Twitter or something like that. That even if the Senators do get the first pick of the draft, mm-hmm. um, or Arizona, uh, the Avalanche don't actually get it. They get like the fifteenth pick. Like, do you? I don't think that's no? true. No. Okay, because that would kind of make sense. Because that would. But anyways, no. My understanding is they made the trade. Colorado gets Ottawa's pick if Ottawa finishes last and wins the lottery. 
Colorado picks first. It, it's That's, a good thing Duchesne's really killing it yeah. in, in uh, Which, Ottawa. Oh, wait. <laughs> Incidentally, about that. <laughs> and getting way ahead of myself, but whatever. Uh, That's what we do here. Yeah, we have no Part format. of the reason I'm done with the draft is that you can do something stupid like trade your picks. And no, your draft, yeah, the lottery picks. Well, I'm just or done with in, the process of drafting in general. And one of the reasons is like we have this very complicated system that we've developed, you know, where we reward terrible teams sure. with, you know, we, we, your reward for being awful is that you get to ruin the first half of another player's career. Edmonton is just yeah. a talent grist mill, right? <laughs> like good players go in and like pulp comes out. Um, and so we decided, okay, we're tired of one team just cannibalizing all the young talent. So our solution is to come up with a lottery. And then Ottawa said, we'll show you. We'll trade away our top pick. We'll, we'll, Mail in like an unbelievable twenty months of dysfunction and ter- just human terror, and our reward is that we will forego our reward and send it to Colorado. So, like, what are we even doing here? Like, what is the point of the of the draft if you can trade away your reward for being off? Yeah, we uh, we traded it in in our little. Uh, text thread i i sent it out it was a picture from two years ago when the senators was it two years ago when they made the finals yeah or three years ago it was their team picture (laughs) yes and it was it was all like the different jerseys that they're wearing (laughs) Mm -hmm. now and then all and then everyone's that that's like retired is like wearing hawaiian shirts which i love the picture of chris neal by the way he's like (laughs) just sitting there drinking (laughs) a beer it's pretty great yeah lots of people uh retired from that team are just not on the team anymore. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. You know, I'm back to the Ducks game. I'm all for tanking and getting the best shot at mm-hmm. the best draft pick. But I think the games like the Ducks, uh, I think the Sharks, rights are worth more, <laughs> and the Blackhawks, who we beat six to three last week. I think those are the games that you want to win. If you have to win some, those are the games you want. I agree win. with that. I love that you say if you have to win. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if we I mean, gotta win. Well, because you're not supposed to quote unquote tank, but yeah. But it, and it's look, it's fun, right? Like even though you know that the team should perform poorly, we're wired to root for a good performance. Right? It's true. Sure. I do every time. Yeah. The best thing about that game for me was when there was there was a an iffy no call on the Ducks. And the entire place booed. <laughs> and it just reestablished Staple South as a, as a yep. thing. Like, man, Kings fans just show up at, at the pond no matter what. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was really funny because I, I watched the, the game with Keith. And uh, a buddy of ours is also a Ducks fan. They're just like, Boo. well, usually it's uh, there's a lot more Kings fan in the in the crowd. I was like, it's because they're all up in the, the upper deck. Like they don't we don't buy <laughs> tickets down low. Yeah. Like We're not giving you money. Yeah. Like we're going to go there for 10 bucks. <laughs> And sit in the the nosebleeds and and heckle from up there. And then as soon as like something happened and there was a lot of booing for something that the ducks did well, it's like yeah, there they are. There <laughs> they are. The acoustics are. We're, I think up here. we're there. I think I've told this story multiple times. I don't remember on which podcast, but in 2014, Game Seven, Kings versus Ducks at Honda Center. Spoiler alert. Day <laughs> day of the game, I walked up and got a ticket for a hundred bucks. Are you serious? Uh, there was people uh, getting tickets on StubHub and stuff the day of the game, like, you know, and the nosebleeds mm-hmm. for like 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell you how much I spent for game six in 2012 because it's criminal. I know that somebody, <laughs> I, I was talking to this kid, him and his dad had season tickets, 
and they went in, I think it was, it was game six and they were offered on the way into the stadium, $2,000 a ticket. Right. Wow. Meanwhile, in Anaheim, hundred dollars. <sighs> game seven, Kings Ducks. First time ever in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Could be the, uh, unbelievable. Anyway, do you take that? Yeah. Do you they take did, that? They did not. Two thousand dollars a said, ticket. So you, that's four grand right there. Do you regret not taking? it? He goes, hell no. No, no. no, no we no. watched them win the cup. Yeah, like, no, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah, no, no amount sure. of money. Right. There's no price. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. no. Two grand. Two grand. No, I was like, okay, I'm going to sell these to you for two grand, and I'm going to go walk over that guy and buy him for like 500 a pop, make yeah. a grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. And still get in. We but. have to get into five digits, and the first one's got to be bigger than four. <laughs> really? Yeah. For you to miss that moment. Yeah. Now, granted, wow. All right. like I got it. Now, that's a personal thing for me because I've told this story a million times before, but my dad was moving at the end of that year. In like they won the cup on the 11th. He literally was on a flight out of the state on the 13th. Oh shit! And that was like that was our last game together. So no, I'm with you. After having been season ticket holders for 20 something years, so like there's a little bit more packed into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For me, but yeah, we'd have to. But four thousand dollars is not enough. You know, I can sell a kidney for. (laughs) (laughs) I think the government's like 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like definitely clear. I mean, my kidneys are probably not in. Allegedly. You know, I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit heavier. So I don't know how much my internal organs would really collect on the black market. But I got to think more than four. <laughs> and, we, and we probably drink too much to. Right. Uh, yeah. As long as they don't listen to the show, they don't know. That's true. Yeah. But I'd sell my social security number for more than four. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. mine got stolen for free. So <laughs> <laughs> if I go back in time. I was, was going to say I could air, air, airdrop that thing for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we that's an the, iPhone thing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, we play the Ducks one more time at home, I think, this year. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I think we got to win that game. Yeah. I, I think that gives us the season series win. Should. Okay, I'll take it. We are going to the final game of the season. Kings Round will be there. Against Vegas? Allegedly. Yeah. We got some friends coming in. Well, we call them friends, but not that day. Dennis's actual family yeah. is going to be here. So, uh, yeah, Kings Rome will be there. So, Gold if you guys. Oh, yeah, the, and the last Anaheim game is the day before that. Mm-hmm. How fucked up is that? We have oh. a back to back for our last game of the season. Yeah. Play them two more times. Like it. Do matters. we really? Play them on the 23rd of March and on the 5th of uh, April. Of April. Huh. And I'll be, at, I'll be at both of those games. There you go. <laughs> Probably. Humble <Humble's> job. <laughs> job. <laughs> we'll see. All right, should we get on to. Uh, General Notables brought to you by Mrs. Zach. I oh, see he's trying to put there some stank on it yeah, now. Of course he is. He's so, trying to outdo you. He, 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 he thought I was coming for much. his job. Hey, and sh- is he showing up the for company? Here. The boss is here. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, all right. Fun fact in his second career game, Grunstrom notched more minutes, 18 minutes and 15 seconds, than Clifford, Kovalchuk, I follow, Lewis, and Brodzinski, and only five less seconds than Toffoli. Good. I'm confused. Did you say he played more than Brodzinski? Mm-hmm. Well, he played like 35 seconds. I thought Brodzinski needed all the minutes so that we could find out if he was any good. Yeah, that's what I saw on Twitter. That's what they know. say. <laughs> I mean, I was told that the reason Luff only played seven minutes a game was because Brodzinski needed to play. So you're telling me that Brodzinski played less? <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Love you, Dennis. I actually did look it up. <laughs> And uh, I, I think it was seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Yeah, for Brodzinski. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he played mm-hmm. six fifty six in one of the other games. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Um, 
Also considering starting a change.org petition uh, for Grunstrom to grow out his hair so we can call the Grunstrom to Foley Kempe line. The flow line. The flow line. Yeah. Um, before Willie inevitably breaks it up for having too much chemistry. <laughs> I'm surprised he already hasn't. Well, I've seen a couple I mean, of attempts at a nickname for Grunstrom. Uh, Grundy, but it's a little too close to gritty. I, I, so here's the thing. I'm a huge comic book dork. Uh, there's a character called Solomon Grundy. Okay. That has n- no striking resemblance in appearance or character well, to I, Grunstrom. I, I would but imagine I like the name. His name's Solomon, so he's got long hair? No. So he's, he's kind of like a hair? zombie. He's got like okay. short cropped white hair, but and he doesn't speak in complete sentences. But I imagine Grunstrom might not have a super strong grasp on English Hold just on yet. The English language. <laughs> so, um, but it's like Solomon. There's a rhyme that goes along with it, like Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Christened on a Tuesday, something on a Wednesday, blah, blah. Anyway, it's like buried on a, died on a Friday, buried on a Saturday. But if you do like Solomon or uh, Carl <laughs> Grundy called up on a Monday, scored on a Tuesday <laughs> yeah. or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to check out and the Wednesday dates. And Wednesday and Thursday yeah, and Friday. Right. The way things are going. But, I mean, but, when does but, it but, stop? I just like that I got a notification from the NHL saying that he was on an 82 goal pace for the year. <laughs> yeah. 82-0! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Big news. Actor Haley Joel Osment uh, will be the celebrity guest on uh, Saturday's uh, Hockey Night in L.A. That's so what's be the big interesting. news? He's dead seasons. <laughs> there it is. I laughed. There it is. <laughs> that's probably uh, the best part of the notes right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long did it take you? All right. <laughs> Following up on the Hell with Joel Osment thing, though, that's two characters from Silicon Valley now this season. Somebody likes that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his face? The guy that did all the old-timey shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. What the hell is his name? Richard. Which is by far one of my favorites. Richard. Uh, Everybody hated it. You're I alone it. with that. Richard yeah. Dietrich? Dietrich? Teach Richard that sounds, Richard. Yeah, something like he, that. He made his own hockey card. Come on, damn it. <laughs> I, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's fucking money. <laughs> pretty sure the Kings that made for him. <laughs> Whatever the you're, case you're was. You're crushing James's reality right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me live in it. <laughs> Wait, what? He loved it. And I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> no, I still love it. I sticking with it. And the thing is, nobody on Twitter loved it. Oh, they fucking You know why? Because you weren't on there saying that you loved it. That would have been one person on Twitter saying they loved it. Oh, I should have done that. Maybe. No, I'm just Richard, saying that would have been not one. James Richard. Yeah, I'm James. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm James. I'm getting the names wrong tonight. It's one of those same names from Top Gear. <laughs> no, all right. The British version. Yes. Got it. Yeah, the good version. Yeah. They were both okay. Wrong. Hey, James. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. You want to talk about fantasy? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Stupid Jordan took first place again. Um, two points behind is James. Good back, job, James. Back in my rightful position. Wow. Travis is behind by one point, and Dennis is behind by another. We've got uh, it's we've got a bit of a uh, traffic jam there for first. <laughs> yeah, four points separating. Yeah. All right. So before we get into next season. Next, next season? season? Wow. Ne- <laughs> Holy shit, you're jumping. <laughs> is it October yet? Is it October yet? <laughs> now, before we get into next week, I want to talk some, about something that's near and dear to my heart. Okay, here we go. Scotch? Actually, this season, maybe a little more. 
And that is Bark Madness, guys. Yeah! Bark oh Madness. God. Fuck you. <laughs> How many times have you shit on every one of you, except for Jesse, <laughs> hate, hates Bark Madness? Jesse's my guy. So, Jesse, yeah, I'm glad you're here. The we can talk show, about the Bark Madness. The boss shows up and someone kisses ass. <laughs> can I quickly I just say that I'm in second place in my fantasy league? Oh, are you? Just, I just, second, second. This is the fantasy See segment. this? I love it. Oh, James. <laughs> James, you got some brown stuff on your nose. Yeah. That's usually yeah. Well, um, so I've got good news for you, fellas. <laughs> yes, Bark Madness may or may not be happening this year, and even if it does happen, it'll be a way but scaled down version. But it's of already bark. bark. It is already bark. We are deep into bark. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are in the second week of bark. Yeah, this year it might be bark badness. Um, <laughs> bark badness. <laughs> um, no, it already is. Yeah, we're we'll see. You find tune in. Saturday during the first intermission to find out if we're doing March ba- Bark Madness. It's all going to happen within an hour. <laughs> but if we do, we voted for you. Quick, find out who has a dog. Yeah. Well, so Emma Pearson was traded away. Yep. Uh, I like how you're referring to the dog that was yeah. traded. Yeah. <laughs> um, we think a lot. Trying to think of whoever. Oh, uh, Arlo Dowd was traded away. Yep. Um, who won last year? Was it Muzzin? Yeah. Pearl Muzzin. It was... Uh, no, Pearl is Finuff's dog. Uh, um, the big... The St. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, St. Bernard <sighs> Muzzin was trained yeah. away. <laughs> and I think those are the f- previous four champs, right? Or, I think so, yeah. Or so it just opens the door for somebody new. Fun yeah. fact, Muzzin pet my dog once. There you go. Jealous? A little. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if we did do Under it... Under duress. <laughs> I think Gustel would be the number one seed as the only Absolutely. remaining champion. And he has his own Twitter. Ace has got to be up there. Ace... Might not have a seed this year. Really? Well, we might only do three rounds. He's adorable. He is. All look. All dogs go to heaven. All dogs are adorable. Um, I've seen some ugly dogs. I think Milo should be a two seed. <laughs> because okay. honestly, if something happened to Gustel, you could replace Gustel with Milo and you would nobody know. would know. That's right? true. Uh, one of the dowdy dogs, I think, has to be number three. Okay. I think Pearl Phaneuf's got to be in there. Nikki Ray Robitaille is coming off a hot week after winning the uh, race. I'm afraid, like I said, we're only doing, I think it's only eight seeds this year instead of 16. So I think we're sort of limiting it to players only. I'm on the selection committee, so I can't I can't pick a favorite. But like I said, I think we got Goosel, I think we got Milo, okay. a Dowdy dog, Pearl Vanoff, a Carter dog, uh, Hank Martinez, we're up to six. Gotta have Hank. I, I think Hank's my... Uh... Uh, I'd have to go and look... At previous years now, I'm drawing to total. Oh, did I say a car? I said a Carter dog. Yeah. Uh, I think Bailey, or I think Ace might actually be the eight seed as the sort of uh, fill-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, bl- I'm blanking on Has the Has the wild card? Yeah. Well, yeah. Per se. Because I, I, I don't just don't think there are enough players with dogs. There's so many young players. Like Matt Roy probably doesn't have a dog. You know, Sean Walker probably doesn't have a dog. Matt Luff probably doesn't have a dog. Right, right those guys. And we don't know where Matt Luff's going to be. Right. You know? Well, we don't know. Like, that's why none of them have dogs. Um, so you, you've only got the rat, the uh, the vets left, right? And so, you know. I'm loving it. Mitchell's gone. Yeah, you're making me vamp on uh, Park Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking I do at hate up. that you picked Hank because I'm kind of pulling for Hank this year. Well, you're too slow in the draw. All right. There's a sex joke in there somewhere. <laughs> it's the King's Realm. Yeah. Of course there is. <laughs> then I'm going for Goosel and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get him to promote King's Realm. Goosel 
The Twitter account representing Gustel would probably do that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for votes, I think I think we could probably get I a shout it was out. Gustel. We had a, a little interaction yeah. with him. <laughs> Turns out, no. <laughs> It's a human being. He doesn't have thumbs out. pretending to be a dog. Breaking news. You don't need thumbs. You can just. Yeah, technically, you don't need thumbs. That's true. Monkeys can type. All right, we have one. Yeah, we got a stat guy. Monkeys, monkeys have thumbs. <laughs> Whatever. Who? Oh, how could I forget Dodger Tafoli? Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to go to his back into his research. Yeah. So there you go. You got Gustel, Milo, Hank, and Pearl. Dodger and one of Dowdy's dogs and whichever of the Carter triplets, uh, the new Carter triplets. There it is. Not so. to be confused with the Lewis twins. Okay, right. so I'm Gustel. Wow. <laughs> you got Hank. Just compare twins to dogs. He said triplets. What do you got, Dennis? Uh, one of the dogs. You got to <laughs> pick one, damn it. If I'm in, you're in. Um, Frank. There you go. I'm putting it on the board. You put this on the board? Yeah, we're tracking it. Wow. I got to say, I don't think your chances uh, are very good with Frank. Because there's not a Frank in there's there. There's not a Frank in there. Perfect. <laughs> no, he said it. Perfect. I'm I'm excited for what the uh, loser's punishment is. <laughs> Hank and Frank. <laughs> Hank and Frank. Lo- uh, loser gets a duck's tattoo. Awesome. <laughs> wow. All right. Prison yeah. style, bitch. Change mine, to, change mine to Brittany. <laughs> Britney bitch. <laughs> there's, there's definitely no Britney. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find a name sooner or later. <laughs> Dodger. You can go with Dodger. Sure. Of all the dogs. No, I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a favorite. No. Of all the dogs, Dodger That's is least like a dog. Tampering. That was not what I was oh, going right. to say. He's no just, tampering. He's just a little guy. What kind of dog is Dodger? He's a. Uh, um, a Terrier of some sort. Yeah. Oh, Maybe like damn, a terrapom or something. I thought it'd be like something like a freaking Great Dane Very or something. Tiny. No. My brother just got a Great Dane. Yeah. The thing's like nine weeks old and already the size of my dog, who's 60 pounds. Great Danes are no <laughs> joke. Yeah. Fucking All right. horse, man. Jesse, yeah. on the spot. Mm-hmm. Best story of the season. Best story? Yeah. Like, what's the best story, story that happened to me that I can tell you? Or like, what's story the best line. narrative of the season? No, this is all you. There's not, not, there's a, lot, not a lot of great stories <laughs> yeah, in this um, season. So I guess me yelling at uh, a Swedish journalist <laughs> during the St. Louis game. Is yes. Probably pretty... <laughs> okay. Uh, can you tell the story? Yeah. Go on. I wasn't yelling at him. I was yelling about the team, and he happened to be sitting next to me. So I was. Oh, he, were you? He was the one I was yelling at. Were you quote unquote cheering in the press box? Yeah, I was in a negative way. Um, <laughs> so technically not cheering. No, it was the fourth goal. Was of the St. his Louis name game. Carl by any chance? Because there's a lot of Carls that, uh, that I, are. Sweet. I confess, I don't know his first name. I just know that everybody calls him Gunner because I think his last name is Gunnerstrom or something. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) You just made that up. I I see him all the time. Um, Apologies, Gunner, for not knowing your name. Um, it's not Gunner. for not yelling at you, but for not knowing your name. <laughs> no, so it was the fourth. It was the fourth goal of the St. Louis game, and when they made the try, I've told this story, some version of it on my podcast, and and I referenced it on Twitter. But at, when they made the turnover in their own zone, I threw my hands up and I I made like a kind of noise, and I said like that's a goal, and then they came down and boom, they scored a goal, and I was so annoyed at the team for having let up what I thought was an obvious goal 
And Gunner and I had been sort of chit-chatting all game long about, like, well, this is a stinker of a game. And, like, you know, on the third goal where it was the boom-boom tic-tac-toe with a second left play, you know, we had sort of mm-hmm. rolled our eyes and sort of chuckled at each other, like, oh, you know, yeesh this team, yeesh this season. But, yeah, I just turned to him and I was like, you know, I mean, come on. We can see that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, two zones away. I can see that goal. <laughs> and I lost my temper and I yelled. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean. Who uh, turned it over? Well, hold on. Let me guess. Forward or FNAF? No, I don't think it was either of them. Oh, wow. Um, although it might have been forward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do believe he was on the ice because he's paired with Dowdy. Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> That's true. Somebody entered the zone. It's been a while now. Um, and you guys are plying me with alcohol. So, um, <laughs> but, what but we do. for the Just, record, it's yeah. James. Somebody and, entered the zone and turned the puck over, and then Carter tried to pinch and step up rather than backing off and playing defense. Mm-hmm. And of course, they easily sidestepped that. Yeah, yeah, because Carter's, you know, he's got the that good first step stuff. And it became <laughs> yeah. a, either a three on one or a three on two. It was three on one. Didn't matter because they've. Scored easily. Yeah, uh, I was sitting on that end of the ice. I watched yeah. it all coming down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's brutal, it was brutal. like fucking yeah. freight train. Yeah, seriously, like it, it was brutally obvious. Yeah. You saw like the, as soon as the turnover happened, like this isn't good. And Other then that, Dennis was like, "And see, that guy even knew." Yeah, yeah. I like, heard you. Yeah. <laughs> from the press box. I mean, I guess another one would be me yelling at Dennis Bernstein after the Carolina game. Ooh, <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, what oh, was that? Uh, that was another shutout. Wasn't? Oh, no, we scored one goal. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't yelling at him, but it was like. Is this when you started your fight? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, this was... Kind of the middle of it? It had already... This was when it escalated to just messing around on Twitter. Oh, okay. And for the record, we're not really fighting. Like, I like Dennis very much. But and still, you're fighting. Not this Dennis, the other day. Dennis, Dennis yeah. Bernstein, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I just... I love the Twitter fight with Dennis, too. That's pretty fun. <laughs> so, I mean, what happened was I came down, now and I'm we were just chit-chatting about the season and the game, and I am of the opinion, although I like both of them very much personally, that the mayor and Dennis... Uh, have a tendency to not actually answer direct questions from the fans, but they'll do that thing where they say like, oh, you're not paying very much attention, are you? Like, Or maybe you should read more, shouldn't you? And you're like, or why don't you answer my question? <laughs> See here, and they post a link. Um, but I think I think some people, and it's not limited to just the two of them, I think it's it's all over the industry, and I have this trouble when I get people on my show. People are afraid to be wrong. And I'm simply not. We're not. Yeah. No, I don't, and I don't know all the time. And I don't think, and I don't That's think you should be. On. I don't think people should be afraid. You know, you'll, you don't learn anything if you're never wrong. So I just think, you know, and, and it really was it was the night, you know, when Luff, again, played however many minutes or whatever it was. And, Probably scored a goal. And, and, you know, Bernstein made some comment about, you know, like, you get hung up too hung up on the minutes or whatever, whatever, you know, Luff's, you know, not that good or that's why he's not playing or Brodzinski needs more minutes or whatever it was. And I just, you know, we were just talking about the coaching staff and, and I made the comment, uh, why am I telling this story? Anyway, you fight the Bernstein at the Carolina game. No, I just made the comment that like you can criticize the coaching staff all you want. Go knock yourself out. Go crazy. I don't care. I don't know them. They're not my friends. Plus it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if the players aren't, doing what the coaching staff asks them or if the players are having a bad night and mailing it in, doesn't matter who the coach is. Sure. And, you know, I think I'm sure you could create some sort of coaching aptitude test that proves that John Stevens is a good coach, but I don't care. Right. He lost the room just as much as Daryl Sutter ever did. Plus there was that website. 
There was that website. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. That's right. Websites are never we all may or may not have No, but so, so, I mean, like, my whole argument was, you know, and we've heard it from the players themselves, right? They say they don't practice well. They don't play well. They don't buy it. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Now, you can throw that all at the feet of the coaching staff if you want. It's fine. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to build a statue to John Stevens or Willie Desjardins or whoever. Hope not. But after 82 games almost now... And after last season, when everything I saw and everything, and I wasn't alone, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back on this, plenty of people, correctly or incorrectly, thought that John Stevens should have been fired in the offseason, right? The whole, we got swept, they didn't, you know, they fell apart down the stretch, right? March was just a miserable slog of one win, loss, one win, one loss, one oh, win, yeah, one loss. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right? Like, there were, you. It, now with the benefit of retrospect, you can look back and say... John Stevens wasn't the right coach for this team. I get why they hired him. I would, I will, I will defend that that hire. Right? Mm-hmm. There wasn't another. Like, what are you going to go outside of the franchise when you've got a guy who's been here for ten years and the right. pl- the right. players' coach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I get it. And then last season, even the smart Alex who could say they just knew that they should have been fired, they made the playoffs. Five guys had career seasons. Blah blah blah. Like. You can justify everything that happened, but now that we've seen how it plays out, sure, he was clearly not the right coach. So hindsight's also twenty twenty. You know, but or if you're Cam Newton, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, we're we are here where we are now today. So that's what we're talking about. So, like I said, you can throw it all at the feet of Willie Desjardins if you want, but to me, that's just a super overly simplistic. And that's not to say that some of the things he's done aren't questionable. I question tons of them. But questionable things. <laughs> Breaking up lines of never mind. Yeah, or yeah. playing Matt Love six minutes a game. Yeah. And like, or moving Kovalchuk to the fourth line. Yes. No, there's yeah. tons of them. I mean, yeah. there's tons of them. Um, but, as I've said also, we have no idea what his instructions were. So we don't know how well he's actually doing his job. Sure. We can just sit here and go, we want to see wins, even though we don't. Well, and now so, we don't, but at first no, we did. No, but the point is, like, we only know what we want to see, and life's more complicated yeah. than that. So anyway, the point is... I don't even know what the point is. Carolina game. He's <laughs> still is, like, trying to get this story out of him. <laughs> the, point, the point is I go into the press, the media room after the game, and, and Dennis and I are chit-chatting. And, and for him, it's a lot of, you know, it's the coaching staff, it's the coaching staff, it's the coaching staff. And I'm saying, all right, fine. At game 20, it's the coaching staff. At game 30, it's the coaching staff. But I just watched that game. And there's turnovers, there's guys floating on defense, there's guys floating into the offensive zone, there's no no passing, the power play has no coheat. Like, the guys are not trying anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I'm just not interested in hearing the argument anymore that the guys all care and that there's some sort of... Oh, it's the coaching staff. Oh, they got old. Oh, the thing, whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. They're playing like junk. Yeah. I mean, like, I, at what point do we feel comfortable just saying, like, they're playing poorly? Yeah. <laughs> the and, players. It's the players. I, I'm going to get fired. I get the argument of, <laughs> like, no one listens to us. You're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After about minute 12, you're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely get the argument of, like, the coach not getting the players ready for the game and, like, Keep them up for the game yeah. and and whatnot, but that but that only goes far. I mean, there's there's you have to, the there's 82 is, games in the season, and the coach can only do so much. If right. the players aren't invested, they're not invested. Well, and if there's and no we respect saw for that the coach, with Sutter, you know, it's it's just they, if if they're not invested, they're not invested. It's just a lack of respect for the coach. They can I make respect. an annoying argument? Sure, absolutely. Because I and I and and I've heard this time and time again. 
I don't know. I'm not in the room. I don't know what it's like to be a player and have to deal with a coach. Firing Daryl Sutter might have been the right thing to do. It, it, I'm, I'm prepared to accept that it was the right thing to do. I don't think it's because he lost the room. It might be because he was a toxic jerk, which is what I've heard, and Daniel Carcillo has implied heavily. It might be because he had reached his usefulness, but I will not buy that it's because he lost the room, because the season that he got fired was the season that Jonathan Quick went out, and Anshay Kopitar was hurt, Yeah, and Tyler Toffoli had an injury. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that in a season where you lose Jonathan Quick for 60 games, and you lose your number one center's offensive ability for however many games. Well, they never admitted that during the season. No, but they did afterwards. And yeah. and here's the thing. I don't need there's some things that I don't need players to admit to or not to. Admit to uh, we we know half a beer and a, it's ridiculous. Um <laughs> we, we got you. We'll have a beer and a like, glass of scotch. Too. If you look at Kopitar's defensive numbers, they don't change including that injury season. Sure. Yeah, correct. Right? He's perfectly effective in his own yeah. zone. Where his numbers all of a sudden fall off is like shots taken Pass is complete, like his offensive well, ability. When you have a rest. Out, yeah, exactly. So I don't need them to tell me that he was injured. I don't need him to tell me that he was injured. And I get it. Athletes and sports, you know, teams are. I remember you coming on that year and saying, like, <laughs> there's no way you can tell me that Kopitar's not injured. Because there isn't. Yeah, right? <laughs> but here, anyway, we got it confirmed. Too. But anyway, yeah. the, the, <laughs> I believe that was broken on this show, maybe. But, <laughs> but the point is, like, the team Freudian clearly slip. bought into whatever Sutter was selling that year. Sure. And I think it's entirely possible that that when people say he quote-unquote lost the room what they mean is he ground them into a pulp by demanding that they play because there was talk about peter budai being an all-star people were legitimately upset when peter, was peter budai was traded and people and were super stoked when we got him back it's like he's gonna be the backup he's not I, he is a he is a fair to midland ahl goaltender nobody on and this a, show was and a very yeah. nice man <laughs> too broken yeah, hearted but, about that but they weren't yeah. in that season because peter budai was no, like some sort of goaltending dynamo defense was insane that season because they had a really effective coach oh, and that's why God. i'll say he didn't lose the room he might be Boom. a toxic you know Isn't jerk that the who went same, to the whip though? ham too much is that the same no and, losing and the room is what john stevens did this year the, where last year they had a dy- dynamite october came out guns ablaze and won a bunch of de- games they shouldn't have so they're having fun made the play yeah made the playoffs got swept and then this year like, so if you're a toxic that's losing jerk, the room. right? Yeah. That that's your that is your that's your stick, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have all these things happen, and it seems like you can't turn a corner without something else happening. I feel like you have a chance to kind of lose yourself in that, maybe, and and where the players might have jumped off, and and this is pure, pure speculation, but where the players might jump off is where you feel like you can't get it back and then something else happens and then something else happens it just compounds okay. and 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 you can't get a control of yourself and and where your toxic jerk status yeah. could go to super toxic jerk and and you can just lose people where you just push well, I, them I, too I, I hard can see that. like you, you say they, he ground them into a pulp and it results in yeah. them barricading the locker room door with trash only, cans you can only take so much when you're the season before that well, I mean, Nobody ever talks about that. They always think it's that season, but no, yeah. it's like two or one or two seasons before that. I don't so, know. I just think, <clears throat> like I said, maybe I, I concede that firing him was probably the right thing to do. But all of the conversations, you know, you reference, right? Oh, they're having fun. Like, yeah, fun, great. And I even said it on my podcast last season. Let's see how much fun it is when the, those lucky come from behind winds dry up. <laughs> yeah, March was not a lot of fun. 
So it's your fault. <clears throat> oh, sure, it's my fault. <laughs> um, but even this year, I mean, I pointed it out on Twitter uh, a week ago or whatever. I think it was Dowdy. I think it was Dowdy. Somebody was interviewed, and they said, yeah, it's not much fun coming to the rink right now. It's like, yeah. That sounds like something he would say. But that's losing. the point. It's like, I, I'm thrilled. Like, I love the team, and I loved when they were winning games, I thought it was great watching Carter and Kopitar grin and punch each other on the bench and give thumbs up and all that. Good, great, fine, whatever. You're getting wins, you can do whatever you want. I'm turning into my old man. It's called. <laughs> we all do that. It's called work. Sure. Right. Like it's if it was if, it, right. If it was meant to be fun, it wouldn't be called work. And there, every everyone would do it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hate to to sound spoiled and as if the franchise owes me something because they certainly don't. But I don't have a ton of sympathy for players who say it's not fun to come to the rink. When last year, all I heard about was how much fun it was to come to the rink after they had gotten their third coach fired. And I'm not, I don't point out that it's three to say I have any kind of problem with those players. I will forever be grateful to Kopitar, Brown, Quick, Carter, Richards, Voina, even Voina, even right. Voina. Um, no, I'm going to get fired. Uh, Mitchell, <laughs> Mitchell Williams. Like, no, but I mean, like, I will, you know what I mean? Like, they delivered two moments in my life that, Simply yeah. brought me and my family more joy Absolutely. than I could ever conceive of. So I will never criticize them. But <laughs> I'm going to criticize them. <laughs> no, but but I just don't have any sympathy for them not having fun right now. Sure, right? Like the, it's, the it, payoff it, is they are now making eleven million dollars a year. Right. So yeah, sorry, it's not fun. Your 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 private life well, yeah. is tons next of fun. Year he makes to eleven million dollars, so he'll have fun next no, but year. How much does Kopitar make? Eight, ten, ten. Yeah, you know, quick makes and it's less, front, but it's and, it, and it's front loaded, so it's yeah. more than that. It's like 13 mil this year, but um, on the topic of coaches and I'm getting fired, <laughs> we <laughs> told you no oh. one listens after minute 12. You're good. <laughs> I'll preface this as a fan. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to see in the market of coaches that are out there now come to the Kings? And He's who fishing. do you think could make? He's fishing. He, he wants a he wants a letter answer. Yeah, he wants you to give a letter. Well, he's gonna get it because he's the best coach on the market. <laughs> you think we can cue? I don't. I have zero idea who they are going to get. But if I had to pick of all the available coaches, yeah, why wouldn't you take Gwenville? I mean, he's he's the best coach. Let me rephrase that: the best coach currently without a job, in my humble opinion, is Daryl Sutter. But he's not. <laughs> he's not getting hired. So I play the king. I take Joel Gwenville. Sure, why not? I think you'd be an idiot not to. I don't know if he wants to, but I think you'd be foolish not to investigate it. Do you think he waits out for Seattle? Well, I don't know because uh, what's his face is or up in Houston. Seattle. Oh, get off! Stop that. it! No, no. What's what's? Oh, you? I yeah, jacked, you're not privy to this. So I jacked not. them off. So, uh, well, excuse me. They, <laughs> I jacked Wait. these guys off. Wait, what? what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What episode was that? Was that when I was gone? <laughs> is this so, something I don't know about? <laughs> uh, Houston wants a team. The, right. the Texans owner wants a team. And is he the guy from uh, that MSNBC show, uh, yeah. The Prophet? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Marcus Elias? Yeah. But he, if he it, wants a team, I want him to have a team. He wants a team, Love and he does guy. not want anyone to transfer. He wants to build his own team. No, Arizona's going to fucking move to Houston. So, but see, that's they the can't thing. Move. He, he, he can't he, buy the team and then Arizona move to Houston. they got to stay yeah. in Arizona for seven years. But, but the league who owns Arizona can move them to Houston, and then he can purchase the team from And the Houston and <laughs> got me already saying Houston. Arizona's moving to the Central, mm-hmm. which is dumb. But That's if they, they were in Houston, Houston. Mm-hmm. it makes sense, right? Uh-huh. So I'm on board. 
So just because but wanna, no, okay, no, wait, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's going to be a thirty thirteen. No. So here's the yeah, thing: is that James you, is James. saying my this money. because the the owner of uh-huh. whatever team is saying. I want to start a new team. I want my own franchise. I don't want to move one. I here. want the draft. I want the whole. He package. wants the whole thing. You know what? The After NHL is going to say like, Vegas, "That's <laughs> yeah." But that's see, the, the NHL go. pretty smart. The NHL is going to say, "We're not going to thirty-three teams." Uh, Batman's going to be like, uh, "I want eight hundred, and you he's going to say, "Okay." Here, and- you know what? I tell you what, though, I wouldn't. I'm just. I have this is it's the first time hearing of it, so I'm making this up off the top of yeah. my head. That's what we do for the right amount of money. Like, let's say the guy comes in, it's Lamonas, right? I don't know. I love that if guy. It, if it is. He's I the guy know. with the show on him. Such I a good love show. the dude. Yeah, no, it's all great these show. Shark Tank, The Prophet, all, you know, Bar what Rescue. What team is it? Um, they're all dumb. What team is but it? I love Houston. 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 But for, let's say, he offered, let's say he offered $750 million to move the Coyotes, but let's say he got, uh, if, if they could somehow work out the... The salaries so that like fifty percent of the team was unrestricted free agent at the because it'd be right it'd be a couple of years from now. So if you could work it out so that everybody over the age of twenty five on the Coyotes roster was unrestricted free agent and they only had nine guys on the roster or something like that, and then he got not a full expansion draft but like a supplemental expansion draft. I don't know. I think there'd be something in that. I need I need a thirty third team to win the bet. No. <laughs> I'm not on board for a 33 team, but I'm totally on board. Nor for like, am I, but I think for like Batman. zombie coyotes moving to Houston and, and him getting some sort of word. Cause I understand it from his perspective, right? If you're going to pay however much money to, right. to get a team, why wouldn't you want what Vegas oh, yeah. and Seattle are getting? Absolutely. That's, but that's, it's, it's also going to be cheaper to buy the coyotes than it is to pay the, no, million, or the expansion fee. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the expansion fee at that point is going to be a hundred million dollars. hundred million. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Cause for Seattle's 650. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be a lot more than 100. You mean a billion? Yeah, sure, whatever. Just add no, it's good. I mean, but, but a they thousand from, million. A thousand million. I think we have a number for that. Um, yeah, it's a thousand million. Isn't that like Google? It's anyway. my five-year-old um, says. But I'd be on board for something like that. Although I do think it's criminal that Vegas doesn't have to... Uh, give up a player to Seattle. Yeah, I don't understand that. Well, well it's, it's money. <laughs> yeah. Many, well, yeah, because yeah. they, they're missing out on their cut, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, but the same way I'm against the draft, why do I care which of the 30 billionaires oh, sure. doesn't trade $20 million shares yeah. amongst themselves? Like, if I'm a fan, I just want I just want access to the best players. And Vegas has hockey. a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, the Houston Rockets uh, owner, who's got an awesome name, it's Tillman Fertitta. Oh, maybe it's not. Did you say tits? <laughs> Wait, does right. he have a different? Am I thinking of two different MSNBC hosts? Is Marcus Lemonis <laughs> the host of one show, but Fertitta is the host of a different show? Possibly. I think so. Is it Mark Cuban? No, he's on Shark Tank, which is also a show on MSNBC. He owns Landry's. Yeah, but he also has a show, right? Doesn't he? Uh, How is that not in the first paragraph of his Wikipedia page if he does? Yeah, nothing about Emerson. Oh, Sorry, buddy. That's hot pod. Great pod. Was it was it the Houston Rockets owner or was it the Houston Texans owner? Texans owner. It's that one of those rich assholes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just trying to win fifty bucks. That's all I'm saying. It didn't. It didn't matter which team it came from. Just okay. That Houston got a team. That's all James Houston. Houston's about. getting well, a new team. Well, so hot take. Uh, we're getting Coach Q. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. 
But another thing we said, or I said, was that the Golden Knights were not going to get over 92 points. Uh-huh. And right now, with 70 games played, they're at... Billion dollar buyer. That's 81. the that's the uh, Tillman for Titta show. <laughs> he does have a show. Yeah, he does have a show, which is also great, just like Marcus Lomanis and Trey. <laughs> so I'm on board with him getting a team. Sorry, the Vegas Golden Knights are just another dumb team now. Is that what you were saying? No, that, that, <laughs> I might be right, and I think I can call Faust out on this. All so right, I'm hoping they are. Are they also horse fuckers, or is that just uh, the Dallas Stars? <laughs> Welcome it, to the King's Rump, Jesse. It's a whole thing. It's been a multiple week. Yeah, thing. I don't need an explanation on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer not to know. All right, so getting to next week. I need some numbers, guys. In, in short, the uh, Dallas Stars called uh, his players fucking horses. The CFO or something. Oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they're horse fuckers. <laughs> it's a slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Thursday, we got Nashville, second in the Central, 39, 26, and 5, 17, 3, and 4 on the road. <laughs> uh, 5 and 5 in the last 10. I might be a little different now because they just lost to the Ducks. Plus, do we really need to get into the details or we can just say 0 and 3? Really? Yeah. We played Florida this I'll week. Put, I'll put that down. Yeah, for what, what happened lost, last lost, time we played lost. Florida? We lost, but it was in Florida. We lost <laughs> in horrible fashion. Yeah. The, so, the Kings yeah. don't like playing in a ton of humidity. Like, I get it. Okay. They don't like playing in any humidity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the humidity don't, has a factor. I think we just established the Kings don't like playing right now. <laughs> uh, we have a new system that removes the humidity out of the air in Staples Center. That's so. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't have it in Florida. <laughs> the game's in LA. I know. That's All what I'm right. saying because we got our ass kicked by Florida. <laughs> okay. So I got Dennis down for three. Yep. Three losses. Call it. Across yeah. the board. I'm going uh, loss, win, loss. No, no, let's go through. You gotta go through the games. I really don't want to go through. The you games. just told me not to. No, I, I just asked if we had to. Oh, fuck Dennis. Exactly. Please. Somebody. Get him uh, out of the... Saturday, big Saturday game. Wait, hold on, Jesse. What do you got for what games? Nashville. Oh, loss. Especially well, if after... I say loss, it's a win. Especially after losing to the Ducks tonight. Oh, they're pissed. oh yeah, they're gonna come out. Yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but there's like how many days between their games? Two. That's solid math. <laughs> This ain't Vegas. You can't get the L.A. flu. Well, maybe you can. Yeah, but you can get the clap, though. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Are you going down to Arizona to come back up here? Getting <laughs> <laughs> <Good> fired. <laughs> uh, Saturday. I've never heard of that. Florida. Uh, fifth in the Atlantic. 30-27-12. Uh, 12-15-6 on the road. Uh, four two and four in the last ten. That's a lot of overtime losses at negative ten goal differential. Hmm. What's their? What did you say their road record was? Uh, Twelve fifteen and six. And it's a one p.m. game. Yeah, but uh, the and Jesse's on TV. I was, I was hoping we could avoid that. No, no potential no. opportunity to tie a loss to my existence. <laughs> oh, it's happened a lot in Saturday. No, it's games. just tied yeah. to the one p.m. Saturday games. Yeah. yeah. Are they wearing silver jerseys? We yeah. won our last two though. No, they're wearing gray jerseys. Ah. Getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of the show. <laughs> I'm getting fired. Um, <laughs> episode 86. I'm getting fired with Jesse Cohen. <laughs> I think we light up Luongo for like five goals. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I'm not going to predict it, but I wouldn't. Be, I certainly wouldn't be surprised. So they don't have anything going for them either, right? They're not going to make the playoffs. No, they fucked up and didn't get Bobrovsky and or Panarin. Quick. Anyways, give me some letters. What do we got? 
Win. L. L. Yeah. Win lottery for, for lottery. Uh, I'm going to go with a win. Yeah, don't make me look like the asshole. There you go. I got you. And then Monday. It's going to take a lot more than that. <laughs> Point. <laughs> or a lot less. It plays. Uh, about to get Winnipeg. Uh, they're first in the Central, 40, 24, and 4, 18, 16 on the road. Um, four, five, and one in the last ten plus thirty-one goal differential. They're gonna get by Fugland. They're he's, gonna win. He's on the IR. I know because he's on my fantasy team. You say the Kings are gonna win? Yeah, just to be annoying. Okay, <laughs> that's what I like Jordan that. does. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean me being annoying. I mean the team. <laughs> oh. Lose to they'll lose to Florida and then they'll come out and be like. They'll look, they'll look terrible against Nashville and Florida. Everybody will, yeah, and then Winnipeg, they'll decide. It'll be one of those games where they randomly decide, like, no, we're in this. Watch this shit. Let's win. Yeah. That's like me when I was doing horrible in class, and i just come out Can and Can I ask you a quick question? Can I interject a question here? Yeah. So I, this Friday, no, Saturday night, I had a, a friend's birthday party, and then Sunday I had uh, a different friend's one-year-old twins and three-year-old daughter all born on the same day, their birthday party. Wow. So I was not... Super paying attention to the Kings this weekend. That sounds expensive. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there some sort of meeting scheduled this weekend? Or did that ever, did anybody talk about that? Talk about the GM meeting? No, no, no. The Kings, oh, the, I think, had a meeting. I didn't hear anything about that. No. No? All right. Maybe. Uh, all right. Getting fired. Didn't send any information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it was, not get that text. <laughs> it, was, it was probably about hiring Coach Q. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't they if he'd be willing to? That's all I want to know. John, what do you got? Winnipeg. Loss. I mean, that's the safe answer. Wouldn't be me if it wasn't a win. <laughs> if it wasn't a positive outcome for the week. You don't know. Oh, I, I, I thought James went 3-0. and oh. <laughs> <laughs> What a dick. 3-0! That, that L he wrote does look like it could be a W. <laughs> Yeah, it can be uh, repurposed. I'll change it whenever the outcome of the game happens <laughs> Thursday night. Per I mean, usual. the studio is really close to James' house. Yeah, you I could can just, just head over there yeah. and just change it. Yeah, the, it, it's like an Uber minimum ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was it $4? <laughs> All right, and, and we did have, just checking in our team goals for the year. <laughs> I think the lowest one is 252 by Michael. Yeah, but he's not on the show anymore, so. And uh, right now we're at 162. <laughs> So 90 goals in, I don't know. Are you serious? 13 games. <laughs> 13 games. 14 games, something like that. It could yeah. happen. Yeah, hey, I mean. my, my 269 is looking real good. You're coming in strong. Yeah. Do you want to take 100 off that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> if you guys will allow it. <laughs> so that's a no. What else we have on the board? Uh, it doesn't matter. Kovalchuk getting over 30 goals. Yeah, no, I'm not Peckman buying gets a jersey. jersey. At least you don't need to buy a jersey. Yeah. Even yeah, though Faust said you should buy the jersey. Oh, he's wrong. <laughs> Maybe. So what else we got, guys? Guys. Do you want to talk about them not wanting to pass to Kovalchuk on the power play? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I went to I both of I neither want to talk about it nor don't want to talk about it. I just think it's an interesting subject. I just, well, I mean, I went to, I sat on the same side of the ice and I went to the Washington game and watched them just feed Ovechkin the puck on the power play. And then I sat on that same side and watched them. Clappers. I just watched Kovalchuk stand there and skate back and forth trying to get open and was completely open. And Kopitar just trying to pass to like three other uh, players on the opposite team in front of the net. Hmm. 
It's very interesting. The contrast there. Player choice or coach choice? Quite the observation there, Dennis. Yeah. So, I don't know. The tank is real? Hashtag? No. The tank is real or maybe someone's a dick? So, I'm you guys, uh, can, can I? Yes. Always. Okay. Um, Desjardins did it a couple times earlier in the season, and it bothered me when he did it then. And I thought to myself, over the over the weeks, I had sort of stopped caring about it. But then he did it again in the Montreal game. Was it when he actually tried to coach? Yeah. Okay. It's when they were down three to one with less than a minute, and he pulled the goalie. I think personally, if I was a player, that would be annoying. And like, what do you expect us to do? Well, like, that's less than a minute. Why is the mm. only question I come back to? And I, I said this on a podcast with uh, Dave Joseph and Carlin Baith about the FNUF thing. And I, I'm actually willing to say I was totally wrong on that one, right? I was saying I don't need FNUF to try and act tough after a whistle. But come to think of it, like, okay, fine. I, I re listened to the episode, I re listened to their argument. You are right. I get it. You, you, the players have to try, and you have to send the message. And he can't control how the other team's going to respond. So he goes for a big hit. The other team objects to it. There's pushing and shoving. Okay, I get it. I still don't need it. I still don't care. But I understand why they would do it or feel like they needed to. But pulling your goalie when down two goals with less than a minute left in a three-one situation at this point in the season, who is that for? It's to protect quick so he doesn't get hurt so we can trade him. <laughs> but, no, not so much. But, but why not with five minutes left? Why not with three minutes left? Why not? Yeah, why'd you wait till less than a minute? With left? like 45 seconds left, not even remotely enough time for this team to score two goals. Sure. He was doing his best Sutter impression. But I mean, honestly, like who, <laughs> like who could that, who could that coaching decision be for? Because I don't think it's for the players, right? Because I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't sure. think it's for Quick because the hell Maybe he thought there was a minute and 45 left. I don't think it can be for the front <laughs> office because. It's got to be for the fans. It's like, oh, look, they tried. But at this point, we want them to lose, right? Sure. Like, well, I mean. Some, I guess. It's yeah. a hollow try. It's a very hollow try. I think that's the point, though. Like, it's like, oh, look, we're trying. We're not tanking. Like Anybody the, the, doesn't the, see through that, though? The, really? The whole lottery thing is, like, to avoid tanking. And so they have they can't make it look like they're tanking. They can't pull an Ottawa and just tank. No, I know. But, <laughs> but when you're down th- – like, I understand it if you're down two to one. Sure. You can score a goal. Hey. It, you can tie the game up. Anything it, can happen. It worked once this season. But down two – with 45 seconds left. Yeah, with this team, you need to do that at the beginning of the third. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I mean, just 20 minutes, no goal. I don't, I just, I like, and like I don't, it. I don't, I'm not mad about it. I'm not insulted it, by it. It is an I interesting question. It. I'm just curious, like. Because it's not going to accomplish anything. It's not going to accomplish anything other than an empty net goal. Um, and so I just wonder, what's the cost benefit ratio of that decision? Maybe Willie took the over. <laughs> that that yeah. is the most sensible explanation I've heard from it. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 So I pull the goalie and maybe they'll score an empty net. Maybe you'll score yeah. one and you get the over. <laughs> I see it. Willie is a degenerate gambler from what I hear. I don't hear from anybody, but just the, the assumption <laughs> just, that I've made. Just going to start rumors for no reason. Many people are saying that's right. I'm, I'm really I think all we have right to now. say is uh, sources said, we have sources and they say, <laughs> 
Jordan Heckman is our source. Scared the shit out of me, James. <laughs> yeah. I have, fuck it, whatever. Apparently nobody likes Kovalchuk. I like Kovalchuk. I like him enough to offer possibly buying a jersey. And you know what? My offer still stands. I would stands. say no one on the team does because, okay. I mean, out of all the power play chances, he gets, what, like maybe two shots a game on the power play? Yeah. And when he's out there for like almost all two minutes. Like Plus, it's just, he's he's it's also stupid. a good sport about Zach doing vodka shots in front of him. No, I love I, I like him. Like he's he's great. I think it's entirely possible that the Kovalchuk signing, like the John Stevens hire, was totally justifiable while also being the absolute wrong thing to do. We For were sure. totally stoked. Oh, yeah. no, the, Every one of us stoked, was. You were, yeah, but we were totally <laughs> stoked. All about it. So, I mean, and it's still, like, we didn't give up anything to get him. Okay, yeah, we nah, overpaid, but. Uh, yeah, we, I know, because you, you have to, you have to trade people. I get yeah. It. yeah, the trade <laughs> happened later, which Muzzin. But that, I think that was going to happen anyway. No, the Pearson trade is the. Is the trade the one that you made the cap one? room? Yeah, I think. So. I think, but still, I think that was a trade that was. Well, that was a mix between him and Dowdy, anyway. though, because that because because that, that cleared the space for Dowdy. Essentially, I, I mean, I, exactly. this is one of those things where I wish I had written down my thoughts from a year prior because Dowdy was getting a four million dollar a year raise, so you could argue that trading Pearson nullified the Paid raise that, that Dowdy was getting. But meanwhile, they are still up against the cap because they spent six. And change on Kovalchuk. So even if he wasn't directly, right, even if you could somehow sneak under the cap while keeping him, you're still in a tight in spot. A bond. If yeah. anything goes wrong, you can't maneuver out of it. So. But that's what long term IR is for. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm still of the opinion. Ask Detroit. I'm sorry for nothing. I'm still of the opinion that the right thing to do would have been nothing in the offseason. Um, yeah, but then that doesn't sell tickets. That's what everybody says. But you know what sells tickets is winning. It's true. But would they be winning if they didn't sign him? They They're would, not winning with They them. couldn't possibly be losing more, is, would, be, would be my <laughs> argument. And if you don't, and the other thing is, if you don't have Kovalchuk signed for three years and you just have what you have, you can cor- you can kind of say, well, okay, this was a disaster. This didn't work out. The players fell off. Whatever you want to blame it on, right? Coaching staff, players, coincidence, injuries, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fortnite. Could be Fortnite. J- just like Winnipeg. I know that I've lost countless hours of sleep to Fortnite. <laughs> um, it's a Fortnite flu. But the point is you could say, you could look at the roster and you could go, all right, well... We're still going to hold to our plan of consolidating draft picks, getting younger, blah, 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 blah. And you either don't trade Tanner Pearson or you hold on to the way they're holding, allegedly holding on to Tyler DeFoley in the hopes that his trade stock will rise with another good year next year. Tanner Pearson was traded for a third round pick. And I know there are plenty of people out there, and I will continue to yell at them until I'm hoarse, that some people think that Tanner Pearson's worthless. And I will concede he had a terrible year. But if you had traded Tanner Pearson two years ago or last year, you would have gotten way more than a third-round pick. But that's why we want to trade quick now. Well, that's why some – I mean, look, my dad <laughs> wanted to trade him in 2014. I'm beating a so. dead horse over here. So. I mean, oh, we were – I mean, when you go back to before the 
Toffoli and Pearson signed their contracts, mm-hmm. you know, and we thought that there was a real possibility we were only going to be able to keep one. And it's like, I asked the question, who do you keep? And we all agreed Pearson was the one to keep back then. A- mm-hmm. After that career that he had. Yeah. yeah. And Toffoli had an off year again. Yeah, I'd be but, really curious to see what happens with the rest of Tanner Pearson's career. If he if he's done, right? If he has two more years exactly like this one, the world may have lost its affection for Tanner Pearson. Yeah. But if he comes back and and you know the way he was two years ago, and he's the fortieth uh, scoring, fortieth highest scoring left wing in the National Hockey League which puts him solidly in the second 30 um, or 32 or 31, I suppose, at this point. Like, no team in the NHL should be sad because their left winger is the 43rd highest scoring. Their second line left winger is the 43rd highest scoring left winger in the league. Who had who had a career year as far as goals that he was on the ice for. I know he didn't get enough points, but he was on the ice for them because there were all these goals where he was screening yeah. the goalie. Do you or, think he's you know. he's a second line guy or bust though? Like, is he like? No, but I well, I don't know what the point. I mean, I don't know that he'd be willing to. I mean, we'll see. But I don't know if he wants a paycheck and he's willing to go down to the third. Yeah, line but or I mean, at this point, he's he will have made upwards of twenty million dollars in his career. Sure, he's married. Some yeah, but some of that's Canadian dollars. So, no, I know, but I mean, like maybe he just doesn't. Right? Maybe he just doesn't want to do it. Right? I don't know. Sure. Or maybe he decides, you know, what I'll go play in Russia for an extra million, or maybe I'll go play in Sweden or Finland or he's whatever. Like, right? Like there are options for these guys. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what's up, Nick Shore? Absolutely. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know, Doinky. but but I'd be curious. But if he does, like, he's in Vancouver, which I think is a good fit for him. You know, if he, I, I don't hate him in. I mean, I do because he's in the, yeah. the same division, but it, it makes sense. But if he scores forty points next year, it's fine. Know, career back on track, as far as I'm concerned. I like Tanner Pearson a lot. I think most Kings fans do. Yeah, and there's a bunch that don't. It drives me crazy. I would drink a beer with him. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I mean, why you unfollowed would, him on Instagram, I would, right? Well, it was a reminder that he met his dad in the. I mean, I, I just, I'm trying to limit. You know. <laughs> Tim Pearson? Yeah. Trying trying to limit how much Pearson you get and how much. No, Canucks I'm just trying to get. limit my uh, screen time. So I, I figured the the one post that right. that, that Tanner Pearson posts right. every three months would help that. Right. Gotcha. Fuck you, Dennis. <laughs> All right. Dennis, do what you do. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kings Rome Pod. Also be sure to subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, leave a review. Please. Haven't had one in a while. Need Ar- Arnold to come back. Arnold is itching. He's ready to go. I'm going to see Arnold soon, so we might actually have Arnold talk. Oh, wow. You're going to see Arnold soon? Yeah. Are you going to give him a high five for banging his maid? <laughs> Duh. <Dad or> yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> uh, also, be sure to check out Guys in Shorts uh, Los Angeles. They might talk about Arnold banging his, his mate. Who knows? They talk about everything. <laughs> do we get a, do we get a spot for They're going to be talking about The Bachelor this week. Big week, guys. Big week. We don't oh need to hear. Oh, my God. Just shut it. I'm not going to say anything. because If I you want to hear about The Bachelor, go to Guys and Shorts. Yes. Ben will talk 20 minutes on it. Or ignore The Bachelor and watch Temptation Island instead. That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. I might be in for that. I'm not a huge reality TV guy. 
Super enjoying Temptation <laughs> Like, don't they just put them on an island? Like, here, don't fuck these girls. Yeah, yeah, and and then they go bang those girls. Yeah, Spoiler, good luck. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it's the life we all want to live. Can you imagine I mean, what? What? having that conversation with your significant other? Hey, babe. So um, TNT or whoever the network is, contact USA. Me. Characters. Welcome. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Is that still their tagline? I don't know. No. Suits. Great show. Um, <laughs> I really like Suits. Yeah. I was a late, I was yeah. a, a late convert, but really we, We're like the seventh episode in, and it's great. I'm like five seasons in. It's still great. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Spoiler. Haven't jumped the shark yet, huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> so, like, imagine going to your city of the was like, hey, babe, I'm going to go on this show. Um, they're going to tempt me not to cheat on you, but I'm totally not going to cheat on you. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So if there's you're four going couples, on the show. There's four couples on the show, and I want to say at least half of them, it's the, it's the woman's idea. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't trust Gino, so let's go do this. It's more like... I just assume they're all from, like, the Jersey Shore, so... Well, I mean, they all probably... Well, I don't know. It seems insane to me to agree to go on that show. But <laughs> the argument that's presented is something along the lines of... Uh, he cheated on me a million years ago. I want to know if I can trust him. <laughs> no, you can't. Or... <laughs> I, I mean, like I really don't want to spoil this, but, like, that couple actually seems to be... The most, the most stable. stable, even though <laughs> heading course. in, I was like, I hate this couple the most. Wow, because um, the guy knows he doesn't want to feel that. <laughs> oh, rap for again. sure. <laughs> and, but then I think the other argument is like, we've been together forever. You know, our family wants us to get married, but I'm just kind of, you know, want to know for sure. Like, is this the right? And uh, that one didn't go. Well. She's like, she's like, don't cheat. And he's like. Don't worry about it. It's not going to be a problem. Barely an inconvenience. Little <laughs> <laughs> no screen rant shout out. It's a good show. I, your pitch might get me in. I see, I, check it out. I, I love the logic of like, hmm, we're going to get married, but I'm not sure if he's the guy for me. I just want to see if he cheats on me. Because if he doesn't cheat on me, that you means guys ever he's watch Deal or No Deal? In his face and see what happens. Yeah. You guys ever watch Deal or No Deal? Yeah. Yes. So there's this tipping point for me on that show. I'm always for the contestant right off the bat. Like they seem nice. They're on the show. Yeah, they're on television. How, They've been screened. They're like, How rad would it be if they went home with $46,000, right? That'd be great. That'd be life-changing for them. Good for them. Great. Go you. It's like there's, your salary in the Midwest. There's a there's always a tipping point where they say no to the deal because they decide, like, we're going to go for it, where I turn and I'm like, oh. F you. Yeah, you greedy. <laughs> like, unbelievable. Like, I hope you go home with nothing. <laughs> That's the starting point on Temptation Island. Because... <laughs> Because they've already got there's the four couples are already in a, presumably a loving relationship, and they're like and they're saying no deal, <laughs> like give me the no briefcase. So that, just heading in, I'm like I hope, I hope this ends in misery and tears for you. So is <laughs> two there things, two things about that? So Howie Mandel actually talked about this mm-hmm. uh, about the show, and he's like I don't know our show how many times. Yes, <laughs> big fan. Wow, <laughs> I don't know Hi, how many Howie. times I can tell you. It's happened where I know what this is. Yeah. I know what I make, and I know my world is different. But for people that come on the show, you know their background. You, I mean, they've been screened, everything else. You know that the money that they're at, the level that they're at, right. is money that will change their life. And they get so wrapped up in the show. And countless times, he's yeah. like, I had to fight myself, everything inside of me, 
to not burst out like, what the F are you doing? Mm. Well, because <laughs> like, they got you have homes. a down payment for a house right now. You need to take right. this deal. And they wouldn't. And secondly, the biggest thing I remember about that show was I had a, I had a famous case girl. So I don't know how you got all of that out. I, I just remember that I had a favorite girl that I like to watch. So, <laughs> was it Meghan Markle? Shallow Hell. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shallow Hell to do. But to me, it was always $35,000. If you get an offer from the banker, now that we're totally off topic. This if you, if you get, get an offer between 35000 and 40000 and you say no to it, you're an idiot. Right. Like, right. it's just yeah. flat out. You are a more, You lose unless, half of that in taxes. Unless though. the math actually works out in your favor. But that's the point of the banker, though, is it's... It generally won't. Yeah. If somebody's offering you $40,000 or the opportunity to play a rigged game against you... <laughs> yeah, I think you take the forty k. <laughs> if you don't, you deserve all the And misery. realistically, that show yeah. to produce forty grand is a cheap show. No, absolutely. They're paying nothing yeah. as far as well, production costs for, cost for a show. One, for every one person who looks out, there's that guy who goes, well, we came here with nothing, so what? It's like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> you idiot. That's not how you look at it. <laughs> you. Oh, man. This is Temptation Island. Watch it. It's good stuff. I'm in. Because for every moment that Howie Mandel doesn't fight the person, the host on Temptation Island will unbelievably... I'm totally spoiling it, but I don't care. He will play a clip to a member of one of the couples of their of their partner clearly oh, cheating on them, and then will say to them point blank in front of other human beings, how's that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, How are you yes. feeling right now? That's great. It's fantastic. Well, uh, the first word that comes to mind is uh, rage. It's so good. So it, good. It's like, it's like an interview after a 6-0 loss. Yeah, it literally is like. Hey, but so at least, you guys suck. But, but at so least John back into hockey. But John Rosen and Carlin Bave and 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 Patrick O'Neill and all the rest of the Kings employees have the decency to go like, uh, so Drew, uh, tough game out there. Uh, you know, it didn't look great, but you know, what do you think? You know, how do you rebound after that? The host of Temptations Island was like, you uh, just watched your partner of eight years cheating on you. Wow, uh, you digging went, that? He went pretty deep. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like literally. It's like, hey, you just got skull fucked by the yeah, Panthers. How does yeah. that make you feel? That's right. Got anything to say for the fans at home? Uh, we might have got an hour without an F-bomb. That's impressive. Oh, we totally no, no, I, I, no, I dropped one yeah. in there somewhere. I've got like six already. No, okay. I haven't dropped any. Because you're a professional, yeah, Jesse. Right. And we are not. Yeah. Well, it's I'm because he knows we're not putting guitar riffs over it, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to do right. it. That's correct. Well, that was the longest closeout ever. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about I'm that. Not, that was my pitch I'm not for temptation. Re- no, no, no. That's, that's, this is 100% James' fault. And it's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, the only thing I enjoyed left, the last 15 minutes more than the rest of the show, so. <laughs> it's because that's the only 15 minutes you paid attention to because we mentioned tits. Exactly. <laughs> I'm in. So on that note, you're For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, Jesse Cohen, hey. I am Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Lottery for the lottery. Woo! Ah, there it is.